Hello guys and welcome back to the Triple F Podcast. Fuck me, it has been a hot minute since I've been behind the screen recording for you guys. But as always, you have guessed it, of course, I'm fine, fresh and fucking fantastic. Thank you very much for tuning in once again. Um, I have been a little bit MIA on the podcast. Um, I've just had other things going on, uh, podcasts from other avenues such as the Seat Collective and the Squad, Mandem. Love, love, love. Um, also filming content for them and just coaching business taking off more and more and more. Plus planning of moving house as well. So it has all been crazy, crazy. And also I'm two days out from starting prep um, at the evening I'm recording this. So yeah, man has been a busy, busy boy. Anyway, let's jump into it, shall we? So today's episode on the Triple F podcast, we are coming on and talking about Dipping your toe into the water before jumping headfirst into the pool. What the fuck do you mean, bro? Um, right, so what do I actually mean by this? So what I'm actually coming on to talk to you today about is something that I'm seeing more and more often in the coaching industry or uh, the bodybuilding realms, gyms, you know, whatever we want to blanket statement it as. Um, and it's actually... It's exciting and it's positive and it's something that's very cool. Um, but I'm seeing a lot of novel kind of trainers, people who have been training the gym for short periods of time, you know, the first year to two years of training. So, you know, real kind of newbies to the experience, wanting to compete. Now, there is nothing wrong with this. There is nothing negative about this at all. This is not a negative kind of podcast about that situation. If anything, it's actually really fucking exciting because it shows that the bodybuilding community or the bodybuilding industry is becoming largely more viewed largely more accepted you know years and years and years back when i started training it was only just becoming more and more popular and i know years before that it was a very secluded nitty-gritty underground um there was only you'd be lucky to know one or two people in your town wherever you fucking live whatever you want to class it as were bodybuilders who competed and they were just the huge fucking jacked guys that you'd probably be like too intimidated to go and speak to um, but the ones you would go to to buy drugs off of or have drug advice from, um, the OGs, the legends, <laughs> the ones that now look down their nose at you with your tripods and cameras and bands and cuffs and probably fucking resent you being in the gym, unfortunately, because they are all old, miserable bastards. I mean, I'm not going to label them all as that because there are some actual fucking heroes out there, um, the OGs that I know, but yes, the majority of them do resent us, uh, me probably included. So it's all good. It's, it's the way of progression and the way of the world. However, let's let's go back to the plan because I'm already digressing. So what is the point of this podcast? The point of this podcast is one thing that I've noticed, and again, there's nothing bad about this or there's nothing wrong about it, but people are very quick to come to me and say, I want to do a prep and I want to get on stage. Now, the problem with this is, sadly, and I, I hate to say it, and I know I'm going to get fucking demonized for it, but you are learning to run before you can walk. There, that's where the problem lies. There, I believe, seems to have lost over time the significance and acknowledgement of actually how hard bodybuilding is and how hard prep is. I think, again, this is no negative to anyone, but I think this is where it's kind of stemmed from. The, the abundance of more people competing now is leading to more people coming into shows 
unconditioned, not ready, um, you know, weeks behind. And then you see the influx of pitches on social media and people see that. And then this is becoming the industry norm now. People turning up to shows not ready. People turning up to shows undeveloped, whether that's um, not enough muscle tissue, whether that's too much body fat, whether it's posing. Posing is another standard that it should be on stage. And it's becoming more and more accepted in the industry, whether it's acknowledged or not acknowledged, that this is what stage representation and presentation is, and it's not at all. True presentation, true representation, true posing, condition, dieting, like mindset, muscularity, there needs to be a level of that um, for bodybuilding. You know, I'm going to sound like such a dick here, but I feel like it needs to be said. Um, there needs to be a level of groundwork, of foundations, of stuff originally built for you to be a part of that not again i'm gonna sound like such a dick not to be a part of it but to stand up and actually look part of the process this is what i'm trying to say and then then what happens is people will come away and go oh i wasn't what the judges were looking for or or the judges favored this guy because of the coach and the sponsorship and it's it's all rigged anyway it's not it's really not (laughs) this is something that i've said to so many people it's not who you're coached by, who sponsors the show, who's the judge. None of it matters. None of it matters. If you weren't picked on the day, you were just simply beat by someone better than you. And that is what bodybuilding is. You know, you can walk away and just say, I was beaten by people better than me and there's nothing else to it. You are literally marked on the day by a set of categories that you are compared on. And someone's going to have better or less than you are and that's simply what it is now i think this is where the whole bodybuilding thing is getting a little bit construed like and also the the mindset behind it as well um i generally this podcast was actually inspired by um a guy that i'm currently prepping for probably a 2024 or 2025 first appearance now where this was inspired from is he was with a previous coach, had a terrible experience. He wanted to prep for a show in 2022, but he hadn't done the nitty gritty stuff first. He'd, he'd never dieted in his life. Literally quite new and novel to training sims. Don't get me wrong. He's got a fucking hell of a rig on him and insane potential because he's got a very, very good mindset, but he hasn't earned the stripes so to speak and again i hate to say cliche statements but i'm hoping by the end of this podcast people understand a little bit more so when i say like you know dipping your toe in the water there are there are processes and stages to bodybuilding that i feel need to be done before you even consider a prep now for those listening who are not sure or i'm hoping majority of you know what a prep is but a prep will be uh, a series of times so Anywhere from 16 to 30, 40 weeks in some instances. So depending on the client, depending on the circumstances, depending on whether they're assisted, natural, you know, so on and so forth. It doesn't matter. But a prep is a period of time where you take the body through the extremes. Extremes as in low calories. Extremes as in no off plans, no enjoyable, you know, quote unquote like satisfying meals it is just literally bodybuilding meals you're not going out for meals and stuff it can be very isolating it can be very lonely it can be very um detrimental to relationships to friendships to uh, people don't understand what you're doing you are literally forcing yourself to eat in a deficit move more than you've ever done 
burn more fat than you've ever shifted and put your body in a high state of stress hormonally, um, fatigue-wise, mindset-wise, you are literally pushing your body to the absolute limit. Again, to, to refer back to the beginning, to get yourself into true condition for the stage. If you, <coughs> excuse me, enjoy your prep and you get through it kind of skipping with like lollipops and sunshine, you're probably not in a deep prep and you're probably not in stage condition by any means. Now, this is not to say that prep can't be enjoyable. It most definitely can, but it's going to come with its challenges. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm also getting over a cold. Um, so, for someone to say, I want to prep for a competition who has never dieted before, quite simply cannot grasp the concept of what they're about to do. And I think unless you've lived with someone or witnessed it firsthand, you might have a rough idea of what's going to happen but you have no idea how it's going to feel. You've never done it. <coughs> Excuse me. The most ridiculously tickly cough. <coughs> Hopefully, it's not going to interrupt the rest of the session. Um, anyway, where was I? Right, yeah, so they've never done a prep. They've never done a diet. They've never done a, a recomp. They've never done a mini cut. Like They have no idea what it's like to be in a deficit. They have no idea what it's like to be hungry. They have no idea what... Any of these things are supposed to be. Now, <coughs> one of the, the first alarm bells that I've ever had with someone that did this, I said, right, you know, I'm not prepared to put you in for a prep. But what I am going to do is, is maybe put you through like a mini cut or a short recomp just to give you an idea of what to expect. The first message I got after two, three days, I'm really hungry. Is this normal? And that's that's an alarm bell. It's, yep, it's, it's, a, it's a feeling and an emotion that you need to get used to. Like, as <coughs> sadly as that sounds, <coughs> I'm going to do it again. I'm literally going to cough throughout this whole fucking thing now, aren't I? Um, hold on. <coughs> Let me have a little sip of my tasty beverage. All right. I'm going to try not to speak as aggressive. Speak nice and soft so it's not going to tickle my throat. Um, but no, it, it, it instantly shows alarm bells of this person has no idea what they're about to undertake. They have no idea the intensity and stress and pressure. And that's not a place that you want to be, you know. Com committing to something so big, forcing yourself under that pressure of, oh shit, I've said I want to do this now, now I have to do it. I didn't know what this entails. So I think in regards to bodybuilding, you know, yes, of course, if you want to compete, do it 100%. Throw yourself in. Make it your goal, make it your ultimate achievement, make it something that you want to do as, as as much as possible. But at the same time, be realistic with your goals, be realistic with your time frames. You know, let's say for example, you get through your entire prep, you get lean as fuck, you know, you punish yourself and you beat yourself into it, and you know, you are on stage and you're lean as fuck. Have you been training long enough to present the amount of muscle tissue that you do to look competitive on stage? Or are you going to be, for lack of a better word, too small and outshadowed by other people? And this happens. And okay, you've got the self satisfaction. You've got the, you know, self achievement of I did that. I got on stage. You know, but how is that going to make you feel? You know, this could be a positive for you, and it could light a fire that you're just like, shit. I'm going to go away now, and I'm going to get fucking huge, and I'm never going to have that happen again. But it can also become very detrimental because you can get up there and be like. Why am I up here? I'm clearly not ready for this. You know, someone's encouraged me to do this and let me do this, and I'm I'm clearly out of my depths. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. But if your coach is not having that conversation with you of 
look, bro, I think you need a little bit more time or I think you need a little bit more size or you need a little bit more development here or, you know, you need to understand the depth of what bodybuilding entails or what competing entails rather than going straight in head first because you're not going to be mentally ready for it. You know, some people are mentally fucking resilient and absolute fucking weapons, but are you going to be left with a bit of, bit of taste in your mouth? You know, would you have been... You know, much more progressive if you had more time. 100%. You know, the more time you have, the bigger you're going to be. So, you know, that, that answers itself. But I think, and I'm not sure, I'm not sure the reasons behind it. Like, I have lost clients because I've turned around and said, I don't think you're ready. I think you need this, 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 or I need more time, or you need more size. You know, let's do six months of just pure focused on growth, or let's do like a quick six to ten week diet just to see how you feel within a diet and see what we're working with here because, you know, if you can't genuinely see, like, the mass that's underneath, then how do you know where we are before a start of a prep? You know, we're not in a prime position to prep. And people have gone, nah, I just want to do this, and I'm like, okay, fine, that's cool, but I don't feel confident and comfortable doing this with you and you coming off the best you want to be. Like, at the end of the day, right, what is a coach's job? To make you win, especially in a competitive season. We want you to fucking win. <laughs> That's literally our goal. We want to make you the best you can fucking be, the best you can look, the most progressive, the most, like, everything positive. We're not doing anything for, like, selfish gain, you know? We're not here behind our laptop going, ha, 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 I'm going to fuck you up. Like, <laughs> sorry, I just had this image of, you, you remember that, like, evil professor of uh, Crash Bandicoot? I just had that pop into my head, yeah. So anyway... We're not here doing that. We are generally here thinking of all the best and progressive ways to make you win, to make you the best bodybuilder you can be. And okay, let's be realistic. There are some clients where we know we're not in the lineup of a win, but we still want you to do the best fucking thing you can do. If we know we are sending you to slaughter that, you know, don't get me wrong, I'm looking, I'm, I'm thinking of someone who is clearly not big enough or clearly has a level of body fat that we can't can't get off in time. And someone gives us unrealistic timetables. This is something that I've had a lot as well. Clients come to me and like, oh, I want to do a show in 12 weeks. And I'm like, we need more time. They're like, oh, but I want to do this one because of holidays and this. And I'm like, we don't have enough time for that. Where we are right now, we do not have enough time. You know, we'd, it'd be crazy for us to just agree with it for the sake of taking money because it's going to leave a bad taste in your mouth. You're not going to feel happy with what you've done. You're going to know that our coach has mugged you off. The coach is literally going to take your money and going to get a fucking bad reputation. So it's a lose-lose situation. So when a coach gives you the advice of, look, I think, you know, we take a little bit of time, do this, do this, do this, see how we feel, and then maybe plan a show for six months, or let's plan a show next year or the year after. The stage ain't going nowhere. Like, surely your love for bodybuilding ain't going nowhere if you want to compete that bad. It took me seven years of training to do my first show. And that's because I knew I wasn't big enough. I knew I wasn't good enough. I could get lean, but I was fucking tiny. So I thought, no, no, not yet, not yet, not yet. And every year I pushed it back because I knew I wasn't big enough. Knew I wasn't good enough. And it, it, it was it was so much so that people around me stopped believing that that's what I wanted to do. They were like, oh, you're just scared. You're just putting it off because you don't want to do it. And I was like, I can promise you I'm not scared. What I'm scared of is going up there and being too small and like I don't belong up here because that is the last thing I fucking want. I, I said I was prepared to uh, do whatever it took, whatever it took, at whatever cost, 
no matter how long it took, no matter how many gym sessions I had to do, no matter how much cardio, no matter how much food I had to eat, I was prepared to do absolutely anything to just step on stage and look my absolute best. You know, I, I hoped to win. That was the end goal for me. I wanted to win a show, but I didn't go into the show going, I'm going to win. I went into the show knowing that I took the time, I took the effort, I took the patience to do anything and everything I possibly could so that in 2020, I'm sorry, 2021, I was in the best possible place I could be to step up on stage. That's exactly what I've done for this year as well. I haven't stepped on stage for two years. It will literally be two years when I'm back up on stage. Two years and two months to be exact. Because even though it took me seven years to first step on stage, I still wasn't big enough. I still was one of the smallest on the stage. You know, yes, I had the condition. Yes, I had the muscle maturity. Yes, I had the pose and the presentation, but I was still too small. You know, you know, people say, oh no, you were big enough. No, I wasn't. I, I literally wasn't. I was still one of the smallest on stage and there were so many areas of gaps that needed to be filled and, and more balanced <clears throat> to be in classic. So I said, I'm not going to go back until I'm ready again, until I can literally turn around and say, I've done absolutely everything I needed to do so that when I next step up on stage, people will go, shit, there we go. That's more like it, which I'm hoping to be in that position. But this is bodybuilding. It, it, it always needs more. It always needs better. It always needs bigger. So <clears throat> I think the message in this podcast I'm trying to get across is that Go through the motions. And I know I'm going to use all the fucking cheesy, cliche bodybuilding statements, but they do actually apply, especially when they're coming from the right place. But earn your stripes. Go through the motions. Trust the process, bro. <laughs> like, the reason I'm saying that is because it actually has motive behind it. Though. I'm not just telling someone to trust the process because I'm trying to fob them off. What I'm telling them is to trust the process because when it comes to prep, when it comes to bodybuilding, you need to have fundamental key things in place. Firstly, build from the ground up. You need to have foundations. You need to have enough muscle so that when you go through a prep and you diet down and you take yourself to those real dark, depleted places, you have enough muscle left by the end of it. You can stand up on stage and people go, yeah, that's a bodybuilder. Like, that's a fucking shit ton of muscle. You look good. Rather than dieting down and having nothing left and just literally looking drawn out and fucking fatigued and strung out on stage because that's not going to look good. It's not going to make you feel good either. Also, it takes time, it takes practice, it takes precision, it takes trial and error. Jumping straight into a prep, you don't know how your body's going to respond. You don't know how you're going to feel to low calories or low energy or low food. You've got a life to live, you've still got work to do. Like, how are you going to feel two weeks out when you're literally eating dust and you don't want to go to work and you don't want to talk to people and you can't communicate because you're so fatigued? Like, you've not felt that. You don't know how to experience that or, or how to process that. It takes time. Same, diet. If you've never been in a diet before, how do you know that you're going to be able to get through restricted calories or fasted cardio in the morning or you know doing 45 minutes to an hour? I know some clients that have done up to two and a half hours of cardio in prep. Wasn't my client, just to put that straight. But I do know people that have done it. Chaos. Like, have you got enough time to let that take over your life? These are questions that you got to ask yourself rather than you know seeing the Instagram side of things of people posting pictures. And then you go, yep, I want a bit of that. Like, by all means, have it all. Have the whole fucking cake. Take it all. I will never, ever put people off the idea of it. But I want people to do it in the best possible place. Mindset-wise, physique-wise, everything. Because it's fucking challenging. It takes over your life. And I don't think people realize that. And I think there seems to be a bit of a divide in the industry. Because there are people that take this very, very seriously. 
live, eat, breathe and shit it. And then when they see people just coming in off the streets, off the off the pure gym that they've you know been doing circuits at for the last six months, going, I want to step up on stage, let's go. It's I know it shouldn't because it should be seen as a positive. It should be seen as encouragement and stuff like that. And then people should be having conversations with them. But it almost seems like a little bit of a a shitting on their parade. Because these are people that have been training like it for years and years and years and years. And they're probably rolling their eyes at you thinking, you haven't got what it takes. But you still want to prove these people wrong, right? You still want to be able to do the things that, you know, people dream of. You want to step up on stage and look fucking peeled and shredded? Let's fucking do it. But do it in a manageable manner. Do it in a manner that is going to benefit you, not leave you with a better taste in your mouth. Because at the end of the day, it is something that is is not treated with the respect that it should be. And I know I'm making it sound like I'm on a fucking pedestal and stuff, but bodybuilding and prepping for a show are two very different things. <clears throat> bodybuilding is is growing. It's going to the gym. It's you know, training. It's, it's putting muscle on. Going through a prep <clears throat> is a whole different level. It takes over your life. It takes over your mind. I've known people that become very, very impacted by it in such a negative way that they can't prep. They can't bodybuild anymore because it impacts their life so negatively, whether that's fatigue, whether that's the drugs they need to take. To take it to those places, the the neurological damage or, or the, the mental health damage that comes with it because it's fucking hard. It's tiring. You know? And I'm not, I'm not here to try and put anybody off. I'm not here to try and scaremonger anyone. But if it's not managed in a correct way and you know, to bring back... Um, the client that kind of inspired this podcast, the coach that he was with, rammed him full of so much food and so much drugs that he was in such a poor place when he started his prep. He just had no self-belief. Like there, there were side effects that needed to be fixed way before he could even step up on stage. You know, skin was impacted by his drug protocol. His digestive system was absolutely fucking written off by the food sources that he was being forced to eat in the amounts. His mindset was just not in a place of prep, you know, so heavily food focused, so heavily focused on all the wrong things. So that when he actually came to me and he said, look, Brad, I, I need, I need help, I need guidance, I need this, I've got a show in, I think he was like 13 or 14 weeks out. And I, I had to have the conversation with him and I said, bro, like, this is not what you want to hear, but we're not in a position to prep. Like, my advice to you is we pull out a prep. We sort health out, we sort skin out, we sort mindset out, we sort out all your foundations so that when we do eventually do start the prep, we are fully equipped. We are fully equipped with every every tool we need. You've been through a diet, you've got the right drug protocol, you're not food focused, you're in a real positive state to grow, to lean, to prep. Like we are literally like fully equipped. And you know, my biggest struggle with him, I remember having the conversation, I said, bro, like you're not gonna like this, but it's what we need to do. And I I'm not sure if you're willing to do it. And, you know, if you're not, that's fine. I will respect your decision, but I can't back down on this because I can see your health deteriorating. I know I need to fix that first. Um, we did We did have a, like, a little bit of a struggle at the start. His food focus was so savage. Like, it, it, it was almost like to the point where he really fucking struggled with the food focus. And that's not what you want to have when you're going into a prep. You want to be, cool, yeah, take my food away. I don't really care. Like, I'm focused on the end goal. That's where you need to be. So it took us, we know, February. February, when did he start with me? I know it was last summer sometime. I want to say like maybe June or July time. 
And right now, this guy is literally chalk and cheese the way he was. Like, <clears throat> heaviest, leanest, <clears throat> completely different. Like, skin is brand new. You wouldn't even think it. And he is fucking steaming. Absolutely steaming through this progress. And, you know, we've had this discussion quite often now in regards to where he was to where he is now. And he's cool. He's calm. He's chilled. He can stay in this massing phase for a long period of time now, because what we've done is we've taken it back. We put him through a diet. He experienced the ups and downs of a diet. He now knows what that feels like. He knows how to make it work. He knows how to plan his meals. He knows how to plan his day. He knows how to make it work for him. He's also been through the period of tapering drugs. Now, I know not everyone's going to take drugs, but he's had that experience of, oh, I'm feeling skinny fat. Like, you know, I'm, I'm through TRT. You know, my, my drugs aren't making me feel good. I'm questioning everything. He's felt that. He knows how to experience that. He's now pushing drugs up, so he knows what that feels like. He's like, oh, shit, okay. This is very circumstantial. I feel fucking superhuman right now. I can run through walls. He's, he's, he's experienced both sides of it. We're now deep into a massive phase. You know, he's pushing food back up again. We're back to high numbers, and he's lean as fuck. Like, he is literally plowing through food, feeling good, no digestive issues, no stress, no drama. He is ready to fucking rock and roll. He's experienced it. He's got his stripes. He knows now what to what to face. He knows now what's to come. So, you know, I could turn around and say to him tomorrow, bro, do you want to prep? I reckon he could turn around and happily go, do you know what? I'm good. I'm ready to fucking push. I'm ready to rock and roll. Because he's learned the lesson of, 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 of patience. He's learned, he's learned the value of going through those motions, dipping his toe in the water, feeling what a mini cut's like, feeling what a push is like, feeling what progression is like, you know, just testing out what it is learning how to pose, he is he is the epitome of how bodybuilding should be now. He's he's learned that lesson and gone, okay, cool, I see the importance of time, patience, persistence. Now I'm going to do this for as long as I need to do it for so that when I do step on stage, I'm undeniable. I'm not just a number taken up on the stage. I'm not just a, a body in a lineup, you know, just adding numbers. I'm going to be up there and I'm going to be one of the competitive ones. I'm going to be one of the ones that are here to show how good I want to be or how much I want this. And, and, and fuck me, he's going to do it. Like, I have no doubt in that. Like, this is basically a podcast shout out to him. So, bro, if you're listening, you know your name, you know who you are. You're welcome. This is for you. So, be like him, guys. Don't get that I need to do this and I need to do it now because I don't want anyone coming away with a bit of pill in their mouth. I don't want anyone coming away feeling like bodybuilding is a negative or bodybuilding is a waste of time or... You know, it is exactly what you put in. You put in, you get out. Like, if you half-ass it, guess what? It's not going to give you what you want. If you skip it, or if you rush it, or if you don't take it seriously, guess what? Yeah, it's going to slap you in the face. If you're patient, if you're persistent, if you put the time and the effort into it, just like anything else, guess what? It's going to give back. You just have to be patient. You just have to be persistent. So, guys... That is the importance of earning your stripes within or before a prep or learning to run before you can walk. Whatever you want to cast this as, whatever you want to call it, you name it, it's up to you. But that is how I would always advise someone who's looking at starting a prep who is a novice or, you know, very early stages of bodybuilding. You know, go through a diet first. Train with real precision, real, real brutality. Feel what that feels like, you know. Add in extensive periods of cardio. Feel what that feels like. You know, get a feeling for what you're about to do. <clears throat> you don't pass your driving test and jump in a fucking McLaren or a Ferrari. You're like, yeah, boy, 
let's go. Because you know what's going to happen? You're going to write the fucker off. And that is not going to feel good. So practice, 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 and be patient. Be patient. The stage is not going anywhere. Coaches are always going to coach. Gyms are always going to be open. Like There's not going to be a period of time when the competitive side of the world or the um, the federations close their door and say, sorry, guys, no more bodybuilding. That's, it's always going to be there. So what's the rush? What is the rush? Anyway, guys, that is the latest episode of the Triple F podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed, as always, any questions, any problems, any love, any feedback you want to give. I'm going to lose my voice right at the end. Fantastic. Perfect timing. Anything you need from me, as always, my lines are always open. You can catch me on Instagram. You can catch me on the podcast. You can catch me in the gym. You can pretty much catch me anywhere because I'm always about. Anyway, guys, <clears throat> much love. The last little plug of the day is the Physique Collective Seminar on March the 4th at the NEC in Birmingham. It is the prep seminar. All the goodies on prep, drugs, diet, federations, bikini kind of considerations, classic posing, Everything and anything you could think of it is going to be at this seminar with the Physique Collective on the 4th of March. Do not miss it. There is 20-ish tickets left. Um, head over to the Physique Collect, Physique Collect website um, or their Instagram page and there'll be a link on there to purchase them. Anyway, guys, much love. Stay blessed. Thank you very much for tuning in. Love, 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 love.